dude, how, how many times have you, like, <laughs> been in the house, though? Like, you should definitely know where... <laughs> where that... I got this one. I'm sorry. You didn't know water. Oh, yeah. Can I have some of that? Yeah, dude. You don't have to ask for water. It's not, like... Yeah, like it's free. Free water, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We got a new water filter today. Oh, actually. nice. Yeah. Nice. Not a big deal. Nothing's different. It's just... It actually holds less water than the one that, like, mm. we used to Ooh. have. Yeah, the lemon. Oh, the lemon's in there? Uh, yeah, I put some lemon, too. See, I, I can't drink water without fucking lemon, bro. Dude, I wish we had some mint, though. Lemon. <laughs> Limp? Mint. Honey. Yeah, no, I I actually put together a recipe for the holy water. Okay, all right, all right, walk with it. What, 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 I can't tell you. It's a secret. It's a secret? Oh. I think it's something that, like, I got to hide. Because if I tell it to you and, like, it sucks, I don't want you to know about it. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, yeah. Like, so I just want you to always think that, like, I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, fair you enough. Know? All right, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And when I figure it out, I'll tell you. Maybe I got it right this time. I haven't tried it. Oh, okay, well, let me know. Let me know if it's, if you've come on to something. Yeah, I'll figure it out. But anyway, I guess we'll get started. So, hello universe, and uh, welcome to everyone in it that has decided to give up a part of their day to listen to this. Uh, I'm your host, Nong, and this is Vibe Time. Um, and today I'm joined by my best friend, uh, Liam. And so, just real quick before we get in- into any of any- anything further, um, this is going to be a late kind of upload because there are some things that got messed up in the scheduling. And also, if you're listening to this, no matter where you're listening to it, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you'll see the brand new cover art we have for the podcast. Um, shout out Leah. She's uh, a friend of mine. I commissioned her to do uh, some art for the th- uh, podcast, and it came out looking really, really good. Um, and so I will... Like, tag her stuff um, wherever, just so you guys can go check out her work. She does phenomenal stuff. Um, I think the new art looks pretty cool, you know. Pretty, uh, matches the vibe pretty well. Um, and uh, just one more formality before we really can get into our conversation. Um, I'd like to thank today's sponsor. Um, I'd like to thank um, that chip, that tortilla chip, that once you bite it, a little shard of it, like, breaks up and, like, stabs you, like, in the roof of your mouth, hits your gums, and you're just suddenly not enjoying a tortilla chip anymore, but there's blood all over, you've, you've punctured something, it's terrible, and there's just, you're bleeding everywhere. Thank you to that chip. All right, yeah, I got sponsors out of the way. <laughs> I just spent the past two minutes trying to get my... Shirt sleeve untucked from the inside of my shirt, and it was untucked the entire fucking time. <laughs> I was wondering like what you were struggling with because I couldn't distract- find where like it was, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I like just back up and see its leg. Anyways, I was like really, it was kind of distracting me from like my intro because I was like, "Why? What's he having such a difficult time?" I told you, right bro, now? I told you, you need a fucking video. <laughs> I know. I guess. I guess so. we could watch the replay of that. That oh. would be. That'd be silly. But <laughs> oh man, well, it's like I haven't seen you in a while. Two weeks. It's been that short of a time. Wow, it's <laughs> really felt like lo- much longer. Uh, yeah, I know. Time's Crazy, right? But 
yeah, thank you for coming on and talking with me. Like, that's... We're in the middle of... Uh, it's, it's currently December when we're recording this. Dude, my birthday is this Yeah, month. your birthday's... Holy shit, your birthday is in 13 days. Yeah, that's crazy. It's gonna be 20. 20 years old. 20 years old. Two decades. <laughs> that's that's kind of silly. That's weird. A little bit. We're fucking... Old. Like, I mean, but you're like uh, a month after me, though, so... I'm old. Well, I mean, but like 20 really like, isn't not that old, old but like older than I thought I ever would be. It's just kind of silly to think about. You just don't really, it's, it's, I don't know, a little surreal. You're not like a teenager anymore. Yeah. And shit's just fucking real now. Starting to be. <laughs> <It's> fucking, <laughs> like shit's just real. Like we got to deal with like real yeah. things. Taxes are going to be a thing that is like, going to have to start being like a thing we think about. <laughs> like when I couldn't ref one weekend, weekend for soccer. Like, when I was, like, 13. Like, that wasn't a big deal. I wasn't like, oh, man, what if I got to pay my insurance this month? Like, that wasn't... Yeah. Now I'm like, holy fuck, dude. I'll be putting in the hours at Ace. (laughs) (laughs) If I drive three times this week, I can conserve enough (laughs) gas. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just so much more to... It's just so much more to think about now. Mainly this has been on my mind for, like... Because, like, the past two months, money's been fucking tight, bro. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm coasting on, on been, summer money still. I've been a little broke boy. I know. I have not had to ask for money yet, which is a fucking miracle. Uh, I know if I ask, I'll, I won't get it. Yeah. But, like, honestly, that's fine. I, I don't, like, I, I'm coasting with enough money right now, and I, I applied for a job, and yeah. we'll hear back soon, hopefully. Um, just enough to, you know, while we're here for break before we head back to school. But, dude, talk about roughing. I haven't thought about roughing in so long like yeah. that's such like a so we <clears throat> when we were younger we um there was a we played we played soccer together um and then when we were like 13 mm-hmm. 14 years old uh this local soccer club they were looking for um refs um to like you know for the games and we paid the fee took the test we got certified by fifa um we had the badges and everything and we were able to like ref like games and like we actually like low-key made bank like if you dude if you ref the uh, hourly you, rate like the technical like it would only be like two or three games a day and you're only getting paid for well them. no but it's if you, not if, it's if, not if, hourly well if you yeah you're getting paid a certain amount per, but like, like like based on like what level of game like you're refing but if you but like, like ref, the hourly rate on some of these games would be like 35 dollars an hour well if you refed um like the u8 games yeah and there's usually four or five of those in the day like they're there you used to pay like i think 10 bucks per game like you can walk away with like 50 60 bucks and for like a 13 14 year old like that's bank that's still bread i would take that now reffing could have been a low-key good side gig i shouldn't have quit that i uh, know well I, no we definitely should have quit God, that because yeah. the uh, the second i said that I was like that shit was too fucking stressful yeah like, the, well then also like the club like bad yeah. politics in the club oh it's very God. it's very political somehow, um but somehow our old uh well i guess no one that i that will be too upset with this. Our old coach that actually for a year wasn't, or for a, couple, like a while wasn't that bad. When he became president of the soccer club, he just ran into the ground. So there's different divisions, and we were a part of a, um, this is going to be for all the soccer players that, I don't know, listen to this, I guess, that would understand this. But we, we were part of a challenge team. And one the first season the challenge team existed, we sucked. We like we oh we lost God. so many games. Well, it wasn't the first year the challenge league existed, but it was the first year that we had joined because it, it was been around fir- for a yeah, couple of years. Yeah, it was the first year that we had it joined. been around for a couple. Of and years it was um, 
Coach Scott and my dad, that were our coaches, um, that season that we did terribly. And then Coach Scott stepped down, and that's when Coach Matt became head coach. With coach my Matt dad. came in, and we fucking tore shit. We up. were the first Franklin Challenge team Bro. to win a national tournament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like we did, like we. It did, wasn't a national. Uh, did you say an actual or a national? It was Asheville. Oh yeah, national tournament. Yeah, we were the first Franklin yeah. Challenge team to, I, to win. I scored like half of our goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I fucking. And that's that, when I. That's when I figured out that like my position was a like a center defensive yeah. head. Like I was fucking legit back then. We like had like a lot of good times, and then Coach Matt like became president of the like soccer club, and then accelerated. Like I quit because I just I, I switched schools and I didn't want to. We couldn't afford it anymore. We switched up to class. It switched to like uh, classic, right? Yeah. And we were playing against teams. I think I was classic with one season, and we were playing against teams that like in Charlotte that had been like. They have way better facilities, like, way better, like, they vet their players a lot more. It's not like, oh, you just want to play? Yeah. All right, pay the fee and join. Like, we were playing against teams that, like, were putting a lot of time and quality, you know, time and effort into their players. And so it's like, we're not going to ever win. <laughs> yeah. And that's when I quit. But then Matt, like, Miss Susie, poor Miss Susie. Oh, I love that woman. Yeah, she, like, was the lady that, uh, like, she was in charge of the refs, and she'd, like, always bring us snacks. And... Su- oh, dude, our God. She was a fucking G, bro. She was a G. That was my mama away from mama. Dude, she would just bring us, like, like snacks all the time. She, like, would bring, come in close with the paychecks, too. Like, they'd, like Oscar would forget to give it to us. Oh, shit. Yeah. And she would still, like, come through, like... But, like, they like the soccer club, like, they Dude, used her, man. I find out how she's doing. I, I run oh, into her every shit. once in a really? while, man. Yeah, we ran for McDonald's a while back. Um, oh. She doesn't wear a mask, though. Just a little bit of a bummer. But just, you know, want to look out for her. But, like, whatever, you know? Like... Yeah. But she was so nice to us. And did she remember you or did you have No, no, yeah, she, she remembered us. I mean, oh, sweet. Yeah, so she would definitely remember That's why, I, like, most of the time I don't talk to people. So I'm like, oh, do you remember me or not? Mm, yeah, no, she, she, I mean, she, she's the one that came over to us and stuff. But she, the soccer club, they, they used her because she would always, she was too nice to say no. And whenever Matt didn't want to do anything, they'd put it off on her. She, had, she was in charge of so many things yeah. in the soccer club, like registering the kids, <sighs> making sure the refs knew what they were doing, like... And then, well, then Matt's kid, when he started wanting him to ref, that's, you had quit before I did. Yeah. And so I just hung out for longer, but then they started edging us, they, like, pushing me and uh, the Lowys out. Yeah. Like, that's when I found out that, like, Matt was low-key, like, kind of fucked. Like, he was a good coach mm-hmm. for those couple of years, but then, like... Something changed, I don't yeah. know, yeah. I completely, I, I completely forgot about that. When I, 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 I ended up coaching my senior season, and I forgot all about that. Well, I, like, totally, like... I remember as a kid when we would practice this, I felt bad for his kid, for his, uh, you know, for for Jacob. Yeah. I remember being like, "Oh man, he's yelling at him so much." Like, man, Jacob's like, he's not that bad. Like, whatever. But something changed because didn't Matt start gassing him up like a bunch? That's what I heard from some people at least. Not that we're talking gossip, but he like, I don't I mean, know, something he changed. Just stopped being like he wasn't like down on him, mm-hmm. and like. I don't know. He would, like, always be, like... Because, just for reference, my senior... We had had... He wasn't, like, the high school uh, head coach. Like, I had, like, middle school... He stopped being my coach in, like, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So I had different coaches since then. And then... My... Fuck. Oh, my senior year, mm-hmm. the head coach that, like, had been the high school coach for years, like, our most most wins by a high school coach in Franklin High School history. He quit and Matt took over. 
And I remember, like, a lot of us who had been, like, with our old coach, like, we didn't feel good about that. Because we liked, we, like, we liked him. Like, most of us had been coached by Matt before. Yeah, right. So, like, we were like, oh, okay. Like, like at least know him. But then, like, I don't know. Not everyone liked him. Yeah, I mean, I definitely might, my... View of Matt definitely got tarnished after like refing and stuff because he would just keep piling more on the refs and he kept edging me out so he'd get like yeah like people he want like kids he wanted to ref people that weren't like giving him problems and stuff like that yeah. but so refing was that's just, I mean that was like such a important part of like who I was though I remember like back in like middle school I'd be like yeah I'm a ref like that was a big conversation point for me yeah. like because it was cool it was fun I didn't I, liked I think I quit because I started thinking that like it wasn't that cool. Mm. I mean, it was bag though, so like I was, I was, yeah, I was pretty happy with that. I think I started getting disillusioned with it also because like the co- like it was when Ken Lane was coaching. Yeah, and he, Ken Lane also ended up being a assistant coach my senior year. Yeah, <laughs> but I forgot about that too. So me, I mean, I'm I'm honestly pretty cool with them because technically that really did anything to me. Yeah, so Ken Lane, like I he's, mean, like I, he's I, always I, been cool with my family, so I'm cool, I, I mean, yeah. He's been kind of cool with my family, too. But I don't personally, I guess, can't, yeah. can't ever listen to this. Like, I don't like you that much because I made a call and, like, he, like, stopped the whole game. Like, I, I was roughing with um, that older guy, Jerry. You know, the kid that, the guy that, like, has, like, all the oh. Asian adopted kids. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry and um, Noah, mm-hmm. um, Ashton's older brother. And remember him? Yeah. Yeah. So I was roughing with him and I was the assistant ref on the sideline. And, you know, like, it's just basic soccer rules. Like, you can't touch the ball with your hands, and only the goalie can, but if you're in the goal box, right? Like, yeah. if you step outside of the goal box and you're goalie just, you know, touch the ball, then that's still, like, according to the yeah. FIFA handbook, like, that's a, that's a rule. And so I called that because he jumped out of the goal box, and the goalie caught it, but, like, before he, his foot had landed outside of the goal box before he grabbed the ball. So that's the handball right there. And I, I called it because Jerry also saw it, so... Um, but then Ken Lane just came over and was just riling up the crowd he was yelling at everyone jerry kicked him out of the game but he stood in the back and like and i was fan side i hated refing fan side oh that was the, the worst because the fans would get mad at you if you made a call that they didn't like oh yeah and you're just a fuck you're just fucking 14 and, and, you're, these a, are like, and you're 14 these are grown-ass people with kids and they're all just fucking dicks yeah they're like like, oh, like there's coaches the highlands lady that lady oh the one that i always be like yeah, yeah, she'd, like, make weird face. Oh, gosh, she'd always be... And, and it was, like, involuntary. I don't... It was, like, she had, like, like this kid that, like, was so precious Everyone thought their kid was, like, the next fucking messy. Like, everyone's like, my kid, like... She was like, like, now he's getting pushed around. Now, he's a tough kid, so it didn't hurt him, but it would just be nice if you would call a foul on it every now and then. And We're I'm like, like, girl, like, you, this is, like, U8. Like, like there is they're, no... they're, they're, like, eight-year-olds. Like, yeah. they're not... Like this is not that important. And I, I, when I first started refing, I thought that the, like the older kids, like refing like the thirteen, you know, like the um, U ten, like those guys would be harder because like they're it's more intense soccer. The parents would be more upset, but no, those ones are like yeah, it's soccer. They're gonna get knocked down. Like get up, keep playing. Yeah. But the U eight, like they're they're they're, they're kids, you know, they're little tiny children playing soccer and they fall down. It's really cute to watch, but parents get really particular about bad and they're yeah. like call a foul i'm like they're eight like they don't even <laughs> understand the concept of like what just happened because then you have to like take like three minutes to explain to them what they did yeah exp- yeah because it's not enough to just be like all right here's what's happening like it's like because i got a foul free kick and then they're like but why and they're like kids they're eight <laughs> they have no idea what you're doing and you're also a 13 year old 
Yeah, they're like, oh, that's a bad call. Like, you wanted me to make it. Yeah, and then you're, you know, dealing with children at, like, 13, 14 years old and the adults. It's It was stressful, but I had, I, I mostly associate it with good memories. Gave me something to do on Saturdays, I guess. I think, bro, I think that's where, like, my fucking, like, this, like, I just hate jobs that involve stress. Oh, like man, that. You're... Like, I think that's, like, the origin of where that comes from. I'm just being like, man, I really hope, like, I can just relax in this job. Man. <laughs> That'd be nice, but, yeah, life is sometimes not like that. Yeah. But, I mean, job. Finding work, a job that... Working base work, like, I'm there. That's pretty chill. Yeah, it's pretty chill. Like, as long as I take Any care of my jobs opening? <laughs> no. Any hours I can pick up? <laughs> no. Crap. Do you know anything about... <laughs> Dude, I'm only there because I can do the online stuff, and then, like... If I go on a delivery, it's not a big loss mm-hmm. for, like, help. Because I, sh- I can show people where things are, and I can tell them a little bit about certain products. Mm-hmm. I've done but, tech, so I, I mean, yeah. I do, I, I mean, my grandpa does a bunch of hardware stuff. I mean, I, may, I mainly just, like, take care of the online orders, deliveries if I have to. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm more of, like, the customer service guy. Fair enough, yeah. Which I kind of like. Yeah, I mean, you're chilling at it, and you're, and you're making money, so. I mean. <laughs> Damn. I'm gonna say that's my position from now on. I'm the cu- I'm customer service. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Now you have an actual title. Yeah, I need a title. Right now I'm just store associate. Store associate. Yeah. How many store associates are there? Um, two cashiers, one manager. You're all store associates. Four. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah. Interesting. That I mean, we like we've all got our own different responsibilities and stuff that we take care of. Mm-hmm. But. See, these are conversations that, like, I'm like, god damn, adults have these conversations. Yeah. Like, talk about jobs and fucking, like, cause- I just, mean, I don't think it's, like, as boring as me telling you about how many fucking store associates we have. No, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though. It's like, I this hope, isn't really- Oh, my god. You get, you get what I'm saying, though. It's like- I just realized how fucking, like, man, we got one manager. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. <laughs> four stores. <laughs> like, oh, wow, you got four stores. Yeah, we're, yeah, we got, like, five. We're, yeah. We're a, little, we're a well-oiled machine. <laughs> we're a well-oiled machine. That is. <laughs> oh, man. But you know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah. Like, there's so many conversations I'm having with people where it's like, holy shit, this is just, like, when I was a kid, I was like, this is what adults talk about. And it's just, the, like, there's just more, I mean, that's just the nature of growing up. There's just more responsibilities, more things that we have to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, more. You never really worked an hourly job, though. I yeah, mean, I mean, I worked at the grill at um, at oh, school, and that was, you know, yeah, was hourly, and I got paid hour. I mean, at the beach too, it's hourly. I get paid hourly. There. I'm talking about like retail and like a real restaurant. Retail and like a real restaurant, like no, not really. Yeah. But I mean, I do deal. I dealt with um, like t- tourists all summer. What the fuck? I I don't know why, but I thought you were going into retail, but it's just UPS. Sorry. Yeah, I'm like I'll be stupid. I'll be like loading boxes, yeah, at like four thirty in the morning. Hopefully, if I get interesting, to... dude. Refing was like the last job where like we were both like in the same kind of field. <laughs> Literally, bro. <laughs> hey, same, same field. field. Yeah. Uh, ah, soccer puns. <laughs> God damn. God damn it. No, cause like after that, I went to the restaurant. Then after the restaurant, I went to retail. I'm still in retail. You've just always you kind of have like these more kind of like free jobs. I mean, like that's like, like a freedom kind of job that was like not normal. Like the 
it's not traditional. Yeah. yeah, it's a little less traditional. Like definitely at the beach, uh, I was working like I was fixing golf carts. I was giving kayak tours. Yeah, I was like sitting at the beach like. Yeah, but it's like t-shirts. stuff that like is kind of fun. You know? Exactly. Well, yeah, kind of fun. Except in South Carolina, they don't actually. There's no requirement for breaks. So I'm just working out in like 114 degree weather for yeah. from like 9:30 to like six o'clock, oh, and yeah. sometimes they overbooked us, and so we had to give out all of our tents. So I had to sit out there in on the beach with no tent, because <laughs> also all the umbrellas got rented out, and it was too windy to set up the <laughs> stupid beach platform thing that they bought halfway through the summer. So it is. Yeah, sometimes right. like terrible yeah, kind but... of the different kind of suck very but you see what i'm saying like it's kind of yeah, like yeah because like it is n- it is pretty easy like honestly like my last day of work <laughs> so this summer last day of work i was really like fuck it like i don't whatever like i have a kayak tour that got canceled that morning but i was hung over as hell that morning and i roll up and during my lunch break with my coworker Kate, like pretty much all summer we've been like so busy like this summer was the busiest summer we've ever had which sucks because it was covid i was like yeah. damn everyone stay home <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i don't want to see everyone coming to the island right now but um managed to dodge covid all summer but uh, me and Cade, like we hadn't really been able to like have our schedules line up and we both got a lunch break at the same time and there were some days this summer we didn't get any lunch break at all like we just had to work straight through it because that's just how overbooked we were um but so last day of work, we go back to his place and like we're like making like those, um, we got like he's like a bag of frozen um, like wings, and he just puts them on the tray, puts them in the oven. He's like, yeah, well, I mean, because we figured it out, we didn't have another thing to do until like a couple hours, so we just like we're like let's take a super long lunch break, and we like pulled out his like bong, <laughs> and just got smacked in the middle of the like work day, and then we just rode around together and did like maintenance on the rest of the cars, and that was like my last day. So like I definitely haven't had a job where it's like super strict because like even at the grill when i was working at like raven gap it was pretty calm it was my afternoon activity you know like mm-hmm. i was making burgers and like listening to music most of my time you know and just chilling hanging out so i definitely need to get better about like jobs because <laughs> i would i mean as much as i like hate money i hate money as a concept i know you hate money i was i was literally i was thinking about this a couple days this week about your whole thoughts on money i just this this mainly because oh that's right the fucking stock brokerage things <laughs> you won't use my referral code it just seems sus like to it's connect not sus. Co- connect my bank account and all that to it like i don't know man like it's just a stock brokerage i don't know but i don't want to like how, how much money do i have to like put in on my own you know well for one where you're gonna get more money back it's a hundred dollars i don't i don't feel like putting a hundred dollars down like that yeah i mean so. i understand but yeah but with my whole thing with money... But then in five days, you can take it out, and you get the extra money. I guess, maybe. But I feel like it's pretty low stakes if I don't do it, you know? <laughs> it's low stakes either way. No, but I feel like I can avoid any potential risk with, like, my bank account. Because, like, like, I don't know about this stuff. You know, you get what I'm saying? You're not going to, like, hack your bank account. Is that what you're worried about? I don't know. I don't know what I should be concerned about, but any I don't exactly. Know. What do you What do you got to be concerned about? Stop trying to try to peer. <laughs> no, pressure I'm just. Me. I'm not peer pressuring oh, you. I'm just <laughs> like I'm just letting you know that like there's not like literally everyone thinks it's a pyramid 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 scheme. Kind of. Like, it's not <laughs> that, and because like I'm not trapped in anything. Like I don't like I don't have to get you to use my referral link. Like it's like it's like the Fanduel thing, it's the same thing. Where like, 
Like, you send me your referral link, and it's not like, you have to give me put fucking $10 in, bro. That's or we're going to, like, it's like that's that. That's true, that's true. But $100 is that's more than illegal. $10. But $10 is more than $100. My parents be, like, looking at my bank account. Yes, yeah, but if they're, you're like, it's stocks, like, what are they going to be upset about? I don't really know. <laughs> but Would you rather tell them you put $100 in gambling <laughs> or $100 into the stock market? Because if you're gambling, they're going to be like, you have a yeah, fucking but problem. Yeah, I put $10 into gambling. And not, it's not gambling, it's family. Whatever, <laughs> regardless. I'm just saying, I think I proved my point. Fair enough. All right, whatever. I'll consider it. I'll consider it. I'll give you, I'll consider it. But. Thank you. My thing with money, though, it's just this over quarantine over this summer, I realized, like, I, I realized a lot of problems I have with society. Yeah. One of those problems I have was. We all did. Yeah, we all, <laughs> we all did at least a little bit. Um, but one of those things was like, ah, boo, I really don't like capitalism. I know how original of me to not like capitalism. Yeah. But um, I also was like, I don't, I really, how much of my decision making is just based around this pursuit of money. And I was like, and I something that I thought about this summer was like, what do I want my life to be? I don't want it to be like, I get a job, I work, you know, every day I take my family on vacation like twice a year, rinse, repeat until I'm dead, you know, like. Yeah. That does not sound like a life for me. And so I was thinking, I was like, holy shit, like, I want to make decisions that aren't fueled by m- this pursuit of money. Like, I'm very comfortable with the idea of honestly living, you know, just with, I, with, with what I need, you know? Yeah. And I've discussed that with Ashley and stuff, too, you know? It's not like, I don't feel like I need, like, an exuberant lifestyle, I don't, I, you know? I just need to be comfortable. And I've, always, I've said this joke and dunk on the suburban dad experience as much as you want, but if I can get to that point in life, like, you don't have to worry about anything there, you know? You're not concerned, and obviously I know that, like, life doesn't just fall into your lap. I'm willing to put in the work to get to that point, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't want to have my decision-making be fueled by money, because my, I feel like it's silly. It's a piece of paper, and, I, and I've had discussions with, um, like, Ben about this, which it, I, I do say it's, it's a good way of organizing things, you know, to give things worth. I get that, you know, and it just how society works i also understand that i can't just boycott money like i need to use money and i understand that but i think it's it's a piece of paper with like no, a dead, I, I agree it with is a, with like a dead guy on it like but, why, but people like do terrible things for money people do like they, they make dumb choices for money it's just like and some of the money we don't it's not even material it's just a number somewhere and all the wall street guys the stock guys like they're just a bunch of nerds looking at numbers it's there, yeah. Like, and that's just a very silly concept to me. It, and it's, and I, I, I feel like it's so strange for me to put so much emphasis on such a silly concept for my life. You know what I'm like? Yeah. Like, does that mean, I don't know if I articulated that in a way that makes sense. It's just, that's why my, I've been kind of like, I don't know, uh, disenfranchised, I, you know, like, just with money. Like, yeah. Because I, I used to be like, yeah, let's get money. But now it's like, I don't know, I'd be nice, I guess. But it's a piece of, I, at the end of the day, I feel like it's like, a piece of paper and it's silly that i i so much of my life hinges around the concept of like currency and like yeah. you know well that's like what i was thinking about this week i went through a little miniature arc like i was like dang because you would just basically told me no again and i was like man why won't you use my fucking referral link so we can like get free money i was like why is that like like free money bro like why is that not a cool thing to him <laughs> like if someone walks down the street and was like hey like, do five push-ups for 20 bucks. I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'd do five push-ups for 20 I'll bucks. I'll do a thousand. <laughs> for five bucks? <laughs> five bucks, bro. I don't know. I'd, do, I don't know. I'd run five miles for five bucks. 
I would, but I do it regularly. But so you're a like, runner, so yeah, that makes that's sense. nothing. But you were saying though, like, yeah. Then I was just kind of like, yeah, money is actually kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> I was like, why the fuck do we even have it? Is it? And it's just like, cause not everybody has a fucking trade, you know? Yeah. Like, like we gotta have fucking cashiers, cause that's all they know how to fucking do. <laughs> like they don't know how to fucking farm. Like they can't really contribute a whole lot, but like, just type some fucking shit in the computer and be like, all right, that is 1387. Well, then, like, where you go to, like... (laughs) Do you have an ace card? No? Oh, you do? All right, what's the phone number? Fucking, I love fucking... (sighs) Little tangent real quick. Yeah, yeah. When, like, you get a... I get a customer, because I have to work the register sometimes. Mm -hmm. And when I, like, get a customer, and, like, you're, like, fucking rain them out, and and you're like, all right, did you have an ace card? And they're like... (laughs) They're like, because most of the time they don't have a card. So it's basically like, I always picture like their eyes rolling to the back of their head and just fucking reciting their phone number. (laughs) It's like, that's, that's the way we go. Anyways. Oh man. Yeah, no, but I I just think like, yeah, money is silly. And I understand that I, it'd be very difficult for me to exist uh, without money. And I touched a little bit more on that existence in a, in the first episode, uh, of uh, the podcast, so if you haven't listened to that, definitely go check that out. Um, shameless plug right there. But you, you brought up something about uh, like like arcs, like yeah, characters. So like, like basically, god damn it. So basically, yeah. So I was like, at the beginning, I was like, why like free money? Money's not like cool. Mm-hmm. Like not like not that I'm like obsessed with it. But I'm like, it would be nice to have money to where I don't have to worry about things. Right. Yeah. Like no, I mean, and like to where if I get enough money, I can be like give other people money like like a home like i have enough money to be like bro you need 40k you got 40k <laughs> shit like that like you or even if you're like oh you need like three months rent i got you like Damn. no stress like like just where you don't have to stress about anything yeah like i don't want to like be like like it'd be cool to have a plane but i'm not gonna be like i need a the best fucking plane i need i need a yacht and then right now and then i need all this money for me it's like what's the point in having all the fucking money if you're not gonna spend it yeah if you're not gonna use yeah. it on something and it and that's why it's like i want to live just i don't know like it, i feel like it sounds pretentious for me to be like i want to live as as humbly as i can but it's like i, I want to be able to I, I just my only goal yeah is to be comfortable in life yeah and i don't feel like my idea of how I want to be comfortable requires me to make a ton of decisions that just are all just based in obtaining money. I feel like I want to make life decisions that are based in, like, happiness. And obviously there are going to be choices I'm going to have to make for money, but... I think most of life's decisions boil down to, like, you wanting to be more comfortable with something, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. Like, you don't want to have to worry about money so that you can be more comfortable with, like, your future and shit. And, like... You don't. You don't want to worry. God damn. All right, just go. Just go. Just yeah. completely gone, bro. Just, you just completely. Train just, just fucking went down the goddamn canyon. <laughs> right off the tracks, dude. Dude, I hate it when I do that. Like I did that so many times when I was giving presentations this semester, like over Zoom. Oh. I'd be sitting there in my in my bed, like giving this presentation, and I like forgot to like write notes or something like that for like one slide yeah and it's just quiet and i'm just stuttering and like mumbling and trying to figure out what i'm trying to say and then like one time 
completely lost my train of thought because like my roommate came in and was like on the phone or something and it completely just derailed everything I was thinking about and so I started just talking about like two slides in advance and then I was like wait a minute wait a second wait a second and I went back two slides <laughs> and I started giving the presentation like pretty much all over again because <laughs> I was like right at the start <laughs> it was terrible like I'm so, yeah so I get that like <laughs> Just sometimes it just completely slips out of your yeah. mind. But we had been talking earlier um, about like like each like going through a character arcs. Yeah. And it's like that was something I thought was pretty interesting. So if you want to go into a little deeper ba- like, about that. I realized that like life imitates art, basically. People have said that before, and it's not it's not a new thing, but like like because in fucking movies and in TV shows, like characters will go through an arc right. to where like they go through something difficult, mm-hmm. and they come out different or better. And they grow, yeah. Yeah, they grow. And, like, I realize, like, life has that. Like, you have parts where you're going through a tough time, and you're like, this is it. This is how it's going to be forever. And then it finds a way to get solved, or you find a way to solve it. And you come out with more growth. So, like, even... When you're in a bad time, you're like, this shit sucks. Like, the thing that, like, I try to look forward to is, like, I'm going to come out better. Mm-hmm. Like, something's going to change. Something's going to find a way to make me more comfortable. Yeah. And, I mean, that's kind of the thesis statement of the whole podcast. And I've, I feel like I've mentioned this every single episode I've recorded. But it's a stupid quote. It's from The Legend of Korra. <laughs> And it's grown up Aang saying to to Korra, like, it's when we're at our lowest points, that's when we're open to the greatest, like, growth. And that's something that ties in with the, you know, like, life, you know, life is uncomfortable sometimes. Even though we're wanting to get to that comfortability, sometimes life's uncomfortable. And it's those moments of, like, holy shit, things suck. And it's like you said, you know, like, if you can... Find a productive way. You're not gonna realize it. No, yeah, until well after the fact, you know. Like it's taken. I mean, for me, looking back, it's noticing these different moments in my life that have completely changed my outlook and started started me down like a whole new path. And you know, I mean, I definitely in in your life that that's been so. If you don't, you know, if you'd like to elaborate a little bit on that. (sighs) Yeah, I want to think about a couple more besides the one that I mentioned. I'll start with like a smaller one, Mm -hmm. like. And it kind of coincides with the larger picture. God, I can never get fucking comfortable on this couch. Yeah, I mean, I can, but temporarily. But, so my senior year was going to be, like, my send-off year for soccer. Like, I knew, like, this is probably it. Like, it's probably my last season, but I'm going to go out and I'm going to do my fucking best. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that summer, you know, got the new coach. And it was the coach from sixth grade, which was, like, probably the last year where I was, like, really fucking good. Right. And I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but that summer, like, I, I was fucking hot. Like, I felt pretty good. Because mm-hmm. we, had, we had a guy that had signed a couple years earlier to go to college. And he was, like, the first one in high school's history. And over the summer workouts, he would come and he would, like... Like work, like, work out with the varsity team and stuff mm-hmm. for a couple times a week just to stay with it. And, like, whenever, like, we would scrimmage and he'd be on defense because he was a defender, mm-hmm. like, he was always, like, having to mark me 
and I would fucking beat him just about every time. And like oh, he was legit. Like like he like he was pretty good. Like, right. I mean he got if, signed. If it had been like a year sooner, like he went he wouldn't have even been worried about me. Dang, yeah. But like I don't know. A f- like there was a switch in my head that just flipped that season. <laughs> right. Where I was like a fucking animal. Mm-hmm. And then first two games I was like playing all right like getting getting my footing back playing against people that aren't my teammates and in the second game we played a 3a team Mm -hmm. i think they were 3a and and we're 2a so like and they were good for 3a like a state champion like it it was kind of like playing like someone that goes deep into state in 2a right because they were fucking like good and we lost but i had a couple plays that game where like I, like, they were legit. Like, there were plays that I hadn't made since sixth grade, which sounds stupid, but, like, no, like I mean, you were yeah. there. You, yeah, no, like, I, I was I was not, I was pretty good. I was were, one of our best You players. were playing against us, like, yeah. so, I mean, yeah, you know, you definitely, like, kicked our asses a couple times. Yeah. More than, definitely more than once, so. Anyways, so then, it was, like, third or fourth game. I think it was third. We are playing, like, we're playing Tuscola, which is the school that I've I've hated since middle school, because their fans are so fucking like trashy. They're such assholes. <laughs> like they would talk shit to us when we were in middle school, mm-hmm. and we're just like, bro, what is your deal? So I'd always hated them. Right. And my senior year, we're fucking beat the shit out of them. Like, like we were up three zip or, or no, I put us up three nothing. Oh, and it was just like a little, it like it was just a little tapping goal, mm-hmm. but I fucking like it was at our home, but they still had fans, mm-hmm. and I like run by like I'm running by the sideline, and I blow a kiss to them. <laughs> God, I was I was like, yeah, fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. It felt so good. I was like, I've been waiting so long to do that. Right. No, that I mean. So our school's biggest rival was uh, Christ School. Yeah. And they're from they're from Asheville, and they were like an all guys school. Um, and yeah, so definitely like, I remember like we didn't beat them very often, but yeah. whenever we did beat them, like being able to like stick it to them, like yeah. that just felt so nice. No, it'd been, a, I think it'd been a while since we had like beat, uh, it'd been a while since like we beat them by a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyways, literally like 10, 15 minutes later, I'm dribbling down the field and I just take like a really shitty touch and I dribble straight out of bounds and like no one was on me mm-hmm. and I'm like, fuck. And so, like, my thing, like, whenever I, like, fucked up like that, I was like, you know, you do the jump there, you clap your hands, you need to just fucking move on. Right. I fucking do that right on the sideline. And I somehow land on the side of my foot to where it pushes, like, my knee to, like, the right, like, inside. Like, it was like if your legs bent, like, basically if you rotate your legs 90 degrees or... Yeah, and it bent like that. Ooh. Like, it went, yeah. it, it like went in. Like, it was like that. Ooh, it like jutted in. Ooh. And it was like so fucking fast, too. And I instantly went down. And because like no one was around me, everyone was like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm like literally in the worst pain. I'm like, oh, God, fucking damn it. Son of a bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just fucking right there, right in front of my fucking family. <laughs> And I'm like, God, shit, damn. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, God, oh, God. And I think that's when everyone was like, 
all right, maybe this is fucking serious. Maybe there is something wrong. Because the ref comes over, he's like, you're all right? I was like, oh, no. He's like, can you stand up? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I can't fucking. Like, I swear I was on the ground for like five minutes. Ugh. But it might not have been that long. It might have just felt like that long fucking so much pain. Mm-hmm. Fucking barely limping off the field. I've got like support. And so that was that, was that basically that for that game. Mm-hmm. Didn't practice for the rest of the week. And then I go in like Friday, because that was like our film day. Well, I'd been to practice, but I wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. And like, I just remember like, I was just, because we would like do a little couple workouts before we went in and watch film. Yeah. I just remember like, even like standing there, like my knee just felt bad. And I was like, I was like, I have to sit down. And everyone's like, dude, it really like, dude, it's not that bad. Like, mm-hmm. like, dude, stop being a pussy. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, they're like, dude, you just like tripped up on the sideline. Like, they thought it wasn't serious. Cause, right. And then we're watching film from that game. And it happened right in front of the camera that we oh. used to film our games. Right. And like, they're like, ah, oh, show Liam's injury, show Liam's injury. And I was like, yeah, I want like, I want you guys to see this because what happened was not normal. <laughs> They fucking do the replay, and he freezes it right when it pops out, and everyone's just like, everyone just went quiet, and they were like, oh, shit. (laughs) They're like, oh, my God, like, that looks nasty. And I was like, thank you. (laughs) I'm not being a pussy this time. That shit sucks. (laughs) This time, yeah, no, this time it was legit. I remember hearing about that, man. Like, I was like, holy crap. And then you're like, yeah, it was just on the sideline. Because, like, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, he got, like, in a, like, in those like a nasty play. no it was all just like it was the most bullshit way dude mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's literally if i didn't dribble out of bounds the course of my life would have been so different <laughs> the course of my life would be so different well okay so then because I-, I couldn't i'd gone to see the nurse that friday and she was like uh yeah like get doctor's appointment in next week she's like like, you might want to get checked out. I don't think it's a torn ACL. I was like, that's good. But she's like, go get checked out. Couldn't get a doc, couldn't get into the knee doctor or whatever. The knee doctors, yes. <laughs> until Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And we played you guys that Monday. Yeah, I remember that. I remember playing. And I was like, I'm not missing out on playing. Like, like, cause like, I've got friends, like we, mutual friends on that yeah. team. I'm like. I can't miss out playing them, like, mm-hmm. talking about this at Ben's house or something yeah, like exactly. that. Like, hey, remember that shit? Remember that shit? I- Dude. Because, uh, like... So let, me, so let me walk through this game. Like, yeah. So, Franklin and Raven Gap weren't really, like... We were not close they weren't, like, for the past two years. Yeah, like, we weren't, like, necessarily rivals, but they were a team that had been, like, consistently... I beat- think it's because, like, we knew... Like, we knew people at each yeah, other's Yeah, we schools. knew each other, people at each other's schools. So it was a private school, so it's not people from Raven. No, yeah, it was pe- like international people and yeah. stuff like that, and so like we knew we knew people on um, each other's team. So I think that maybe maybe yeah. made it a little bit more like rivalry esque. But yeah. it, like our schools definitely did not consider each other rivals. But no. Ra- but Raven Gap had been losing to Franklin um, for the last two years. No, you guys have been beating. Oh no, no, no you're right, yeah. right, right. We pretty been, pretty bad. We have been too. beating you guys pretty handily. Um, I've totally got that switched up. It's been so long since I've talked about soccer. Um, but yeah, so we were beating you guys, but then our that as my junior year you guys stomped us pretty good mm-hmm. but it was that the game the where the monday but before you went you had yeah. been injured already like we were i think i, you, I think we had what was the i score? think i had told i think i told you 
You had told me that you were injured at this point, and I remember because I remember. Yes, because I, I remember. Yeah, I think because because I think I told you like, hey, I won't be able to play that much. I think I told you that because I didn't want people to think that I was like a bench player. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. you <laughs> told me that you were injured that you wouldn't be playing as much, and so then I took that information and told my team. I was like, all right, great. So number twenty-two, he. Uh, Right. Were you number twenty-two at that time? Yeah, you. No, I didn't get to. I didn't get twenty-two for years. Oh, you're right. Okay, I remember saying like your player number because I was like that guy Liam over there, like he's injured, so like we don't have to worry about him at all. And I think we were like leading, or at least it was a close-ish game, um, pretty much up until the last little bit, and that's when you got subbed in. Yeah, and I remember it was, it was one zip mm-hmm. until I I remember this so well. Until, like, the last 10 minutes. And just for reference, the first goal I ever scored in high school was freshman year JV, first game, against Raven Gap. And it tied the game. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the first time I remember that. JV hadn't, like, lost the game <laughs> in a long time. Right. So they were like, whoa. Mm-hmm. That was a big deal. Flash forward to senior that was year. A, that was a frustrating day for us. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes to go, I go in. And I was like... Like, the knee, I was like, it was wobbly. Because <laughs> like, I remember, like, I saw I, it you wasn't, at the sideline, and you weren't, like, it looked like you were, like, having a hard time standing a little bit. So it I was wasn't like, why very, is he going in? <laughs> it wasn't very stable. I'll just say that. But it was stable enough. Like, it had gotten better over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I go in, and I just remember, you guys had some German dude that had been talking shit the whole game. That, like, Ugh, Max. Yeah. Yeah, Max. Like, our coach would say something, and he'd, like, fucking mock him. And I was like, I'm yeah. going to fucking... Uh, I literally, I was like, I was like, I cannot wait to just fucking, like... No, out, we, were, we like, were pretty happy when... Well, yeah, you, you'll get there. Yeah. So, keep going. <laughs> so, I fucking... I finally go in, and, like, it's kind of back and forth for a bit. And I somehow get a break to where I'm, like, right... I'm, like, right on the baseline at the back mm-hmm. to where and I'm, like, dribbling in. Or, no, I think I beat your keeper to a ball. Yeah. Or something. And then... You were down on our end of the field, for sure. Yeah, right, like, right at the goal. I had just beat him. I'm, like, 10 feet from the goal. And I take a touch with the outside of my right foot instead of the inside, and it goes out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And that would have, like, leveled... That would have that tied would have That would have tied the game, yeah. Yeah. But no, because you were making consistent runs into our defense. Yeah. So it was like, here I was. I felt like a fool because I was telling... At this point, I was sitting bench because I had played yeah. pretty much the entire game. So I was sitting out, actually, when you were in, which, which kind of made me angry. I was like, damn it, I want to play against Liam. But I'm sitting on the bench, and they're like, dude, I thought you said this guy was, like, out of commission. He's, like, leading the charge down our defense, like, right now. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I thought he was injured. But you were making, like, such consistent runs. Like, you were making our midfield and our defense look like they, like, weren't there. Like, you were you were just creating plays. Because I feel like what you guys, I don't know, I can't really speak to that, but at least our impression was that you guys couldn't keep your triangles. You could form them, but then you wouldn't maintain them. The moment we broke, like, your passing pattern, you guys kind of shambled around. But we, were, we fell victim to that, too. So that was at least, our, just at least my impression of how you were. But you were able to keep them i don't know you're able to just maintain plays better and yeah. that was the thing and it was scary because i was like holy shit they're gonna tie up this game <laughs> just because you got put in <laughs> yeah but i didn't no you did not i God. did <laughs> there was one where it was like 40 seconds left and one of my teammates has the ball and i was like dude just fucking send me like i was like send it right now 
and he's just like fucking like standing there and i was like send the fucking oh ball God, yeah. i was screaming at him mm-hmm. and then just like he finally sends it with like 10 seconds left and i was like what the f-? and it was like a, it went out of bounds yeah and i was like what the hell were you doing yeah. like you had me i like if he okay if i either didn't dribble out of bounds like right when i was right in front of your goal mm-hmm. or if he had sent me sooner i think i would have scored Probably, yeah. Because that was like that would be a come in the clutch moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but so then you get your doctor's appointment the next <laughs> yeah. day. So yeah, like an idiot, Just, you play on yeah. play on your. Because I didn't leg. know how bad it was. No, been there though. <laughs> get my fucking doctor's. Go to my doctor's appointment. They take an X-ray, and X-ray is negative. So nothing's broken. Mm-hmm. Something's still wrong. <laughs> Something. No bones broken. Something's still fucked I up. I can't remember. If they took the X-ray and they're like, "All right, go home," and then call me back and they're like, "Hey, get an MRI," or if I did X-ray and MRI the same day, regardless, regardless, go back get an MRI, and I'm like, I get the MRI and like I remember the doctor being like, "Wow, you look really relaxed in there." Like, I could have fallen asleep mm-hmm. in the MRI machine. As loud as those things are, that shows like white noise, and I was like, I can go to bed right now. <laughs> like, I'm kind of comfy. Mm-hmm. So then, get the MRI, and they're like, all right, like, we'll call you, like, we'll, uh, let's schedule an appointment for, uh, four days from now. So it'd be, like, that Friday. And they're like, all right, okay. Get home, and, like, basically an hour, they call back, and they're like, hey, come back in right now. And they basically just, like, <laughs> like, I walk in, like, I walked in to the office and they go and they sit me down and they're like all right <laughs> like i had somehow torn my meniscus and got three stress fractures in my knee and you don't get stress fractures in your knee so like it's like we don't really know how that exactly happened oh jeez and as for the meniscus when they said what they think happened cuz it wasn't fully torn it was partially torn Mm -hmm. and i think what happened was two of my bones when my leg popped out to the side Mm -hmm. two of my bones came in and snipped it youch yeah (laughs) and they're like you don't need surgery but crutches for three months so then the senior year of soccer Mm -hmm. that was supposed to be like my year is just fucking gone yeah and i was like i was devastated like, I remember getting in the car with my mom, and we were both just in tears. Yeah. Because, like, she she was excited for this year. Mm-hmm. I had just ordered custom cleats for this year. I just, like, and they, they hadn't came in yet. I think they came in, like, the next week. Oof. And, like, now all of a sudden, like, I, I don't get to wear them. Yeah. And that was, like, that was just the lowest point mm-hmm. for, like... And my entire life, like, that span of, like, the first two weeks was just the fucking worst. Like, mm-hmm. I, that means I've lived a good life. Right, yeah. If, if, that's, <laughs> if that's the low, I've lived a great life. Mm-hmm. But I just remember, like, like, because all of a sudden, like, nothing started going right for me. Right. Like, I just felt like, like, I was just, like, just bottom of the fucking barrel. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I'd been up at the top and now I'm just down at the bottom right because like then like as the season went on 
my teammates just kind of like, like I had, I was captain that season, and now they were just kind of treating me like shit. Right. Like, because I'd be like, like still trying to be a leader. They're mm-hmm. like, bro, you're not even fucking doing anything. Or they'd be like, why don't you come out here then? And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you guys are such a, like, why you like, like, I'm fucking, like, I want to be out there. You guys know I would be. Yeah, it's not like you had any uh, say in the matter. You know, and three stress fractures in the knee. Not necessarily something that could be ignored. No. Because they said that, like, it was basically absurd. Like, every, like, doctor friend that we have was like, how was he walking? I mean, my mom. Yeah, my your mom, mom literally, I think your mom was the one that said that. Yeah, cause, like, yeah my mom's a pediatrician. Um, but still. Yeah, like, no, she, you know, I mean, exactly. She, so she was also like, I don't know how he was walking or playing, much less. Yeah, like, everyone was like, dude. Because basically what they said, like, they told me that, like, hey, like, you've got to be on crutches. Because if, like, you keep putting weight on it, like, the cir- circulation to your leg is going to, like, cut off or something like that. Or it'll be, like, super fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I'd have, like, much worse problems. Right. So, fucking, and it's, like, the week before we go back to school, too. Mm-hmm. And so now, like, I've got to, like, get out of our weightlifting class that we usually take. And I'm like, damn it, like, that's a free class just to work out. Right. And I've got to walk around school on crutches mm-hmm. all the time with, like, a backpack and a school that has a lot of stairs. Yeah. It just fucking sucks. Right. But they were nice enough to give me the uh, student president's parking space, which is right outside the main building. Mm-hmm. So I don't, because our parking lot is down the hill. Right, yeah. Yeah, to where you have to go up either the steep-ass incline or, like, 50 stairs. Yeah. But they were kind. Yeah. <laughs> and they let me take the student body president's parking spot. Which was, That's pretty clutch. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty sick. And... Yeah, that shit, like, like I just was not happy. I was not happy with anything. Like, that was the first time, like, like I've been low before. Mm-hmm. Like, but that was the first time where, like, I had struggled to eat in the morning. Yeah. Like, I had never experienced that before. Right. And that's how I knew. I was like, like, wow. Like, this is a terrible time. Like, <laughs> a new lows, right? <laughs> I'm straight up not having a good I'm time. I'm straight up not vibing, right? I was just like, like, I felt like I could just like, could, like, I could make myself cry at any point I wanted to. Yeah. I felt. Mm-hmm. And, but the weeks go on and I just start, I start hating soccer more and more. And I'm like, dude, like, this shit's fucking, like, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if like, there's, if there's like, Cause what if I go to college for soccer and it's like that and I just hate it? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm done. Like, oh well. So then, it was weird. Cause when they told me three months, it was exactly. Sorry. It was exactly (laughs) a month after our senior night game would be. And it turns out. Like, we would go, like, my mom was like, hey, let's go this month. Like, first month, she's like, let's go back and see if we can get reevaluated. Mm-hmm. And it was the same guy who was like, yeah, he was like, yep. He's like, you're a rare bird. And the same, like, is like, in regards to your injury and the way you've dealt with it. 
it's like I was actually following everything they said. Right. And I was like, it's like, but it's still gonna be another two months. And it's like, damn it, fuck. Yeah. Go back the second month, and it's a different guy. Mm-hmm. And we basically found out that the other guy, like, he's a traveling doctor. Like, he only stays at some places for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And he works with a lot of older patients who don't recover uh, as fast as like me right and so like it was probably a little inaccurate so we get this new guy and he's like all right well let's test some things like stand up on it and i was like i had been like putting weight on it every now and then yeah because i was like after after a month of crutches and not using one leg you're just like you know what? Fuck it. At this point, yeah, gonna be it's gonna be fucked regardless. I need to walk every now and then. <laughs> yeah, cause like, oh hell, it's just not fun. No. So anyways, felt good to actually just walk for a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right. He's like, takes me out into the hall. He's like, all right, jump as far as you can on your right foot, and then jump back on as far as you can on your right foot. He's like, so I did that. And then he's like, all right, now do it for your left foot to see, like, compare the muscle right. strength between them. And, like, he has me do it. I just remember I did it with my right foot. And I did it back. And my left foot, I was like, all right, I've got to push so fucking hard so that I can go as far out as my right foot as I can. Uh-huh. Like, so that he's not like, ah, it's too weak. We got to do so-and-so or whatever. And I fucking jumped and, like, my keys flew out of my pocket. Anyways, long story short... He tells me, he's like, yeah, you're good. He's like, don't go back to playing just yet. Give it another week. But, like, you can start walking around and, like, go back to practice in four days. Cool. We had three games that week. And I basically, no. Yeah, we had three games that week. And I was like, all right. Cool. So that means I can go back to playing. Oh, no, because he's like, sorry. This is really disorganized now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he says, says the thing about going back to practice and or he said go back you can play your next game when's your next game i'm like tonight (laughs) he's like all right don't play tonight and he's like don't play tomorrow he's like when's the next one after that i'm like tomorrow he's like okay don't play tomorrow and he's like i think he said he's like maybe like you can work out like Mm -hmm. warm up tomorrow and then friday like just be limited okay that night I wanted to go in so bad. I wanted to go in. Because I had warmed up with them. Mm-hmm. Just because. Didn't go in. Next day, next game was, uh, wasn't our senior night. Wasn't our senior night. So it would have been Thursday. Because we wouldn't have a Friday game of football. Mm-hmm. So it must have been Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday. Anyways. So then, we, uh, there's playing a team. We're down. And my coach was like, all right. No, no, didn't go in that game. Next game was our senior game. Fuck, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the next game was our senior night. Okay. And you didn't go in? Dude, did I go in or did I not go in? I, I can't. Okay, anyways, our senior night was my first night back. Mm-hmm. Like, in the starting lineup. Right. And that was cool. Because apparently, I, I guess I forgot to tell my mom that I was going to be playing. So, like, no one knew. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. And I ended up playing, and we ended up getting people <laughs> injured throughout the game. So I had to stay in. 
Like, oh. I couldn't come out. Oh, My coach was like, dude, I'm sorry, but we kind of need you right now. And I was like, it's cool, man. Like, I'll stay in. Mm-hmm. And, like, at the end of the game, I got a cramp in my leg and I had to go down and everyone just went quiet because they were like no like he just did it again he just got it back <clears throat> and I remember Tony and Tyler are sitting on the bench it's right in front of them and I roll over and I look out and I go it's just a cramp it's just a cramp we're good I gave him the thumbs up I'm like mm-hmm. it's just a cramp and Tony goes it's just a cramp and everyone's like yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah but by then I lost the mojo from that summer. Yeah. I was no longer good at soccer. The switch got flipped back off. And season ends, and we didn't make playoffs. So yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. So then I just went to running, and it's a good thing that I did and not, not pursue soccer because running is what got me into college and yeah. got me out of that college and what I'm trying to do <laughs> in this at new my college. current college again. Well, it's, it, you know, it's, soccer was, you know, your thing and, yeah. you know, it took... Like, I went through this shitty... T- it took a shitty thing for me to realize, like, maybe that's not... That's not my path. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it's running. And that's your... That's your character. You know, that's, that's part yeah, and of that's, your art. That's what I, like... And I love... Like, I've been missing soccer a little bit lately, but ultimately, like, I love running. Mm-hmm. Like, running is just... Because I'm at the point now where, like, have you ever, like, you ever gotten a runner's high? Uh, yeah, I remember used to, like, I remember when I used to yeah. be athletic and do well, running. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when I, like, pretty much any time I run and it's a good run, like, I get a runner's high. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, like, you fucking live for that. Right. Like, as a runner. Like, I'm low-key addicted to the runner's high, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. Cause no, because it's, it's, like, being healthy. Yeah, being, <laughs> yeah, I'm addicted to, like, making myself better. Right. But yeah, but, like... The best kind of addiction to have, I think. I mean, yeah. obviously, within bounds, don't... Within, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't go crazy. Don't yeah, be a don't. psychopath. Yeah. But yeah, so, no, that's... Yeah, well, it's it's definitely these, like... Like, I can't... Those, it's so interesting for me to, like, see these... Character, like these character arcs kind of it, it play out in our lives it's these moments of like pretty yeah. intense like shittiness that one was more of like a path shift yeah it was I mean way. and not and not all of them have to be like character arcs not all of them have to be spurred on by like c- completely like horrible negative no um, like emotions so I know but for me they usually have been right well and so I'll I'll, uh, I'll share like one of definitely yeah. no you go um, one of the um important path changes in my life it was so um when i was around 12 um i was something happened and i became an uh considered an atheist and up until this point you know my family uh they're lutherans um and i just grew up going to church you know it's just something i did on sundays um and he asked me you know <laughs> i you know you believe in god i'd be like yeah yeah, you know, sure. Yeah, I believe in God, Jesus, you know, the whole shebang, Bible, mm-hmm. you know, sure, whatever. But I never, like, think about it too hard. And then, you know, um, like I said, a pretty tra- traumatizing thing happened around when I was 12, and I was like, oh, yeah, uh, not sure how I feel about God anymore and religion. And so I became an atheist, and um, it, you know, I, I, it remained that way up until um, my... Up until like so I was twelve when I first 
decided I was an atheist, and it took all the way up until, like, when I was 18 for me to shake that. And so, like, in that time frame, I, you know, I decided I wasn't going to be, like, the type of atheist that was, you know, just like, oh, I don't believe in religion because I don't like Christianity. I was like, I want to know more about, like, what it is I disagree about. So I read the Bible, like, cover to cover multiple times just so I understood the source material. And I definitely delved deep into, like, the science. And, like, I definitely was one of those, I guess, I don't want to say, like, traditional atheists that was just like, yes, mm-hmm. science. That is big bang. Like, this is how everything is. But, like, you know, like... Pretty Fish cool. out of water, grow legs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So um, that's how it was. And I was, you know, I definitely had issues with, like, religion, organized religion. I was like, yeah, you know, it's... People, they've done pretty fucked up things in their past. And religion is used as an excuse to um, support some pretty not great ideas like hey gay people aren't people yeah (laughs) according to some people um you know so that's kind of something that definitely just like added to my disillusionment with religion um and so that kind of maintained its way pretty much for a good portion of my life and i you know you i go to a uh you know i guess i go to a summer camp i have been since i've been since i was like nine um called lutheridge and it's it's a religious camp but it's pretty laid back it wasn't ever too overbearing so that's why i continued liking to go even when i considered myself an atheist because we did a lot of really fun things that's where i met ashley but um did a lot of you know fun things like rafting and caving and things like that so i liked going but my last uh my last summer um it was so i'd graduated um and so this was my last year i was going to be like able to be a camper and i did this program called at trek which we just go out on hike the at for a couple days which is you know at first i was like whatever but i like hiking and it sounded pretty fun and so um i was there fourth of july week um that summer um and we're out hiking in on the at and so i had been working at the beach like we talked about you know kind of earlier and i was on that work schedule you know kind of i was waking up at like seven you know getting ready but on the at you know we didn't have to wake up until i don't know like eight thirty nine o'clock but i was still on that other internal clock so i woke up at like six forty five. no one else was awake but i was like hot and i couldn't just stay in the tent anymore so i get out of the tent and i like sit outside and it's just pretty out the sun's rising i'm hearing birds and i'm sitting leaned up against this tree and i'm you know just messing around with sticks and i'm just taking in this it's just silent other than like nature, just nature sounds. And I'm just taking in everything. And I just get this just feeling just like in my chest. And I'm like, holy crap. Like what, what is this? Like, it's just this whole, this, to this day, I still have no actual way to fully articulate kind of how I felt in that moment. But it was just this, I don't know, complete feeling of like, I don't know, euphoria. I don't know. It was just, an emotion I hadn't felt like ever. And it definitely made me curious. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself like, well, what the hell was that? Like, what was that? And I'm sitting there and I'm the only thing I can come to is like, maybe it was God? <laughs> was that God? I don't know. And so that kind of what made me, sh- it shook my like kind of atheist beliefs so much that when I went, got to college, um, Ashley's sister Gwen was a part of this campus ministry called Wesley. And I joined it because I was like, well, if I want to figure out kind of maybe if I'm not an atheist, you know, maybe if I do believe in something, um, higher uh, campus ministry is probably a good place to get started and let me try to understand um, stuff. And I start absorbing as much as I can and I start getting involved in, you know, this thing. And I definitely didn't consider myself atheist anymore after a while. I definitely considered myself, you know, 
religious to a point. Um, so I worked with Leslie and just, it just didn't, it felt, it was nice, you know, being there, but it's something about it still didn't feel right necessarily. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, what else do I have to do? Like, I know I, exp I experienced something and I have no words for it. And I definitely don't think I'm an atheist anymore, but like, nothing, it just, I still don't feel right with this concept of like God and things like that. And so then quarantine happened, um, stuck with my thoughts. I was kind of absorbing more content that was a little bit more like spiritual and things like that. So I was already kind of primed to be listening to that stuff, you know, cause during quarantine, you know, you're sitting there alone. You might as well start researching and learning about new things, right? You're just sitting there with your time. And so I went to go visit Ashley um, and I spent a week at her house and she had to, she was working at Ben and Jerry's at the time. So there'd be certain days when she had to like go to work. And I'm friends with her sister Gwen, so we, uh, you know, like, just hung out and had conversations. And it was a conversation with her about, like, God <laughs> um, that was just super enlightening to me. It just completely, it just completely changed my worldview. Because, it, it, I mean, and I'll get deeper into this when I have um, Gwen come on um, on another episode, so stay tuned for that one. <laughs> um, but... Just the conversation we had with, I had with her, it completely changed my view, like how I was looking at God and how I was looking at myself in in that relationship with God. And so I don't, I mean, I, I use the word God. I don't necessarily believe in like God. I believe that God and the yeah. universe are pretty synonymous terms. Um, so, uh, it, but it was just crazy because if you had asked me, like, if you asked me at this point last year, if I was like, if I would be, you know, like a super spiritual person i'd be like no because even at this point last year i was still like kind of questioning whether or not i was like maybe i'm just jumpy maybe i actually am an atheist and i'm just i just had a good moment in the woods yeah and that's, that's it but no like now i'm I completely changed so like i would say that that moment out there in the woods like something so just small just of just sitting and vibing in the woods and then a conversation with gwen couple months later you know yeah. just complete not even a couple months later like about almost like many months later completely just changed my path moving forward it's why i'm doing this podcast that's you know how i've it's led to me viewing the world a different way me reevaluating what my priorities are you know and that's kind of what happened with you you know you thought soccer was your thing you fucked up your leg yeah. and your priority shifted from soccer to enjoy running and now it's it's made you into a you know like healthier person you feel like you have more of your shit together now right yeah. like so that was just my like i think my if i'm looking at like character arcs for me you know like that's something that just yeah, sure. completely shifted I mean, that, I, one's, that one's bigger and over more time definitely yeah but that's that's the point of it like you'll have character arcs with bigger ones going on right yeah. you have no idea mm -hmm. well i mean that was the leg thing you thought it was just soccer you know and then yeah. it completely led you down and think of what would it would be like if, you know, you kind of hit it at this earlier, if you hadn't, you know, if you hadn't passed that ball, you know, made that, took that missed dribble and hadn't gotten it out, like, you, you wouldn't have stumbled upon running, you know? Yeah. How, how I mean, I still, I ran a state the year before on mm -hmm. our 4x8, so I was already thinking, like, oh, I could go to college for running. I was like, maybe, like, that's my ticket in to college, like, one more season of soccer for the boys, you know, right. and then running's my thing. Mm -hmm. And I think... That was just the last thing to be like, all right, running really is my thing. And after that, I thought, like, it would have been a smarter decision to have done cross-country that year. Right. Because if I had done cross-country, like, I 
wouldn't have fucking blown out my knee. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have lost all that, like, training from it. Because, I mean, two months, no walking, you lose pretty much all your fitness. Yeah. So, I wouldn't have had to spend those, like, first two months of indoor track getting all that back. Mm-hmm. And then, cross-country, I would have been even better. And I probably could have gone to a better college that I actually wanted to go to. Yeah. But I mean, and, and, but looking at the way we've been looking at it, like, all these moments could just be yeah. little pieces of the next arc, yeah. the arc that and we're currently in right now, you know? And but, we'll, in a couple of years, we'll be able to look back and be like, wow, look at this moment that, yeah. you know. But at the same time, I don't know if I would have, like, like, the crutches made me a different person, mm-hmm. regardless. So I wouldn't be who I am if the crutches didn't happen. So, like, I'm thankful for that, because... As I was very, like, like I had just started partying. Yeah. And, like, once I was on crutches, I was like, well, I don't have to really worry about being in shape anymore. So, like, I would just party all the time. And I'm like, and that's when me and the boys got really close. Yeah. That's when, like, the fucking lake house era was peak, bro. Oh, yeah. It was those first three months of senior year. I mean, like, that's when, like, we bonded so hard. That's, well, like... And even it affected my life and my my yeah. trajectories too because because you guys got closer you started you know partying more doing more things like when you and guys, i actually started coming to party with you it started partying with me and then you started tripping you were tripping with, yeah. with the boys and then so then you wanted to trip with me yeah and that was that same summer that after i had that moment out on the at yeah and then i i felt that that same emo- like feeling that i felt felt in the woods i felt that during my first trip we were listening to hallucinogenics mm-hmm. And I was in like had my eyes closed. I was deep in my visuals. And I had that feeling again. And that's just another just see like because of that stuff. You got close with your friends and you got into doing different things. And that kind of spilled because we're close. Yeah. That spilled into my life and that definitely changed my trajectory because you know I started. I was a person that you know did psychedelics after that. You know, and so yeah. it definitely shifted my trajectory too. So you know, it's just interesting to see how these things all kind of have like a butterfly effect, you know? Yeah. Ripple effect, I guess, would be a better... Well, butterfly effect works, too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, character... Life's... Life yeah. is... It's it's like, it's a constant entropy. We're always... You're always... Growing. You're, you're always, always expanding growing. your mindset. Whether that be, like, physically, mentally, you know, like, like spiritually. You're, you're not done yet, basically. No, and I mean... You're not done yet. You don't... You're probably not going to know when you're done. Oh yeah, I mean, growth can ha- come at any moment. I mean, I see my grandfather; he's st- he's still growing, you know. Yeah. Like, as society changes, as what society deems acceptable <laughs> changes, he's you know having to change with that. And you know, my grandpa's a really good guy, so like, yeah, he's not like you know a bad person. I'm not trying to say that, but like you know, there are just certain societal things that are changing. So he's growing. So growing doesn't stop now. And that's the thing, you know, like for. The people that are listening to this are probably around the same age. There's no one that's, like, much older than than us, like, listening to this. But, like, I get that, like, 20... We're not, like, that old. Like, 20 is still considered young. But for us, it's the oldest we've, we've ever been. Yeah. And it's two decades. It's it's a pretty decent milestone, you know? And so it's, like, just our entire existence has been, in tw- you know... Then, you know, 20 is just a nice, you know, even number, you know, two decades. It's mm-hmm. just a, it's kind of a clean little yeah. section of life to just kind of like stop. And I feel like I've been really reflective because of that. Cause I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Like I turned 20 very soon within a matter of days. I mean, I think, I think it's a good time just to reflect on the past decade. Who oh. you were 10 years ago. God, when I was 10. When you were 10. 
That I, seems like such a long time ago because so much has happened, but it's just 10 years. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, so I have, I, there's a photo I have of you and me in 2014 on your porch. Yeah. Your mom took it of us. And so we were like 14 at the time. <laughs> I was when I was still taller than you. And we looked terrible. Oh my like we God. had like athletic shorts on. No pussy incorporated, no. <laughs> bro. <laughs> no pussy incorporated. And we had no idea. We had like, no idea. And I have that hanging up all, like in front of my desk at school, literally just to humble me. Just to remember like this is where I was. Like, and this is who I am now. Like, I am so much better than how I was then. Like, obviously, like, I get it. I was a kid. We were all weird as kids, you know. Yeah. We're all stupid. We don't, we're not people yet. We don't know what we're doing. But it's, like, good. To, I feel like it's good for me to remember, like, sometimes it's too easy to get caught up in, like, yeah, dude, like, I grew up. Like, I'm doing much better now. But to us, we were like, wow, thank fucking God. Yeah, right. Thank <laughs> fucking God I grew up. Yeah, like, seriously. If I didn't. Looking back, up. it's like, yikes. How I would not be able to function in society oh, like that. I'd get shot. <laughs> But like looking back at that, like that vert, like that, like just thinking back to what, like how my mentality was, how I viewed the world back then, compared I mean, to I how think, I view now. I think, <laughs> I think this decade in review is kind of tough because like, what kind of views on the world does a ten-year-old have? Yeah, right. So, like, you're just now starting to figure out, like, oh my god, I can think on my own. Oh, <laughs> and the, and as you know, this is also part in due, partly in uh, due to uh, like technology getting better but like mm -hmm. we are so much more connected to the world and it's we're just bad things have happened all the time but we're also getting to the age where now like we comprehend the bad things yeah and we can see how those bad things affect our lives and so it's like wow <laughs> and again 2020 has been an exceptionally terrible yeah. year so what a year to get indoctrinated into life yeah to be a, a lot like, of growth bro a lot of <laughs> seriously the growth that was missing from years 10 to 14 Got jammed into this year. Got jammed into a They were like, months. oh, fuck, we forgot four years. It's like, okay, yeah, pandemic. Um, Kobe they got to learn so much more. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Uh, they got to start cramming. Yes, yeah, seriously. Well, like, I mean, I've seen the memes about it, but rip to the kids in the future that have to study 2020. There's so much for that test. That's crazy, There's bro. so much for that test that they're going to have to think about. Maybe. And eventually it will become less and less relevant. Yeah, but I mean, these are still, I mean, the largest pandemic the world's ever seen. Like, people are going to be studying this. And Americans, like, like political like history, they're going to have to study Donald, Donald Trump presidency. That's crazy. Like, tweets and things like that are going to be in history books. <laughs> like, 2020 is just a lot. It's just a lot of things that are happening. Kind of sick, though. We're here, and it's happening. And it's happening, and we're going to grow with it. And I it just, I mean, maybe this is just the optimist in me. But I think that we're going to, like, if we can do that self-reflection and, like, kind of look at where our character arcs happen, what things happen to us to allow us to grow, like, and just do a lot of introspection and stuff like that, I think we can come out the other side of this, like, a much better society. Because, I mean, we've had to reassess a lot. Fingers crossed, bro. Yeah, finger, yeah. Come up knock, knock, on, knock on wood. Um... But I think with the mentality of like character arcs, it's this. It's a good mentality to have, especially yeah. because growth is, I think, the should be the goal for people. People yeah. should want to better themselves. Um, and I think because right, I say right now I'm probably in the middle of one. Mm -hmm. I'm probably in the middle of one. 
Okay. Because I've got, for those who don't know, was at Montreal College running track, hated it there, transferred to Western to walk on, and I have not made it on because the one email I got back from their coach said they had no spots on the team right now, but uh, to check back, like, just keep an eye out for tryouts later. Mm-hmm. So that's just been tough because I've, like, first time in my life where I'm training on my own, like, Everything I do, like, is all up to me. Like, no one's holding me to it. Right. Like, it's just whether I can do it or not. Mm-hmm. And so I think that has been, I've actually kind of enjoyed that. And I think that's kind of like, like, I'm realizing that I kind of like being able to work on my own and just mm-hmm. do my own thing. Right. And not, like, basically, like, trust my process instead of trusting someone else's. Well, yeah, I mean, no one like, knows yourself. No one knows yeah. you better than you, you know? So... And, and those are lessons that can be carried to other uh, other aspects of life too. See, and that's that's just another cool thing that I think of, like these these moments they teach us lessons that are applicable to like our specific situations. But you can, if you look back and kind of figure out like broad strokes, like what's going on in this moment, you can extrapolate that out and then apply it to other aspects of your life. And that I mean, that's that self that's that self help self growth mentality. And I yeah. think thinking of it like character arcs is just a good, it's, it's a great analogy. Yeah. It's like we are in motion, you know, we are, I'm not the same, per- we're not the same people we were in that photo from 2014 today. Yeah. Like we are radically different and we're going to be different. I mean, let's check in in another 20 years. Like, let's see where we're, you know, 20? like are not, you know what I'm saying though? Like we've lived for 20 years, you yeah. know, and here's where we are now. Well, let's check back another 10, 20 is a long time. Well, okay. Lots, dude. Lots gonna fucking happen. You're really, you're really splitting hairs right now, but you know we're gonna have kids in like middle school by then, right? Twenty years, twenty forty. Holy shit! So you realize that like, like this lifespan, like to where we're at now, the first twenty, has just been like set up. Whoa, <laughs> crazy! And now all of a sudden, like the next twenty, we're gonna have kids. Oh god! <laughs> like, it's a lot to think about the future. I mean, Probably. We'll probably have kids. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what your plans are. Yeah, we'll... Well, yeah, I mean, I don't I'll, know what my plans are. Yeah, we have no idea what the plans are, but... I might not have kids. No, I've done have kids by 40. That's, you know, but that... We're going to get there at some point, and that's going to require, you know, us to grow, and we're going to be very different people, potentially, down the road. I mean, I, I say potentially, but I feel like there's a good chance that our ideas and our ideals, things that we care about, our yeah. priorities will definitely shift in the next 10 20 years it would be nice to just get to a point where i feel like i've got everything right mm-hmm. well and, th- and that's that's the goal right like yeah. comfortability you're aiming for that in your that's, life i think that's what i've realized is like my main goal is like the main arc that i want to achieve is it's not getting rich right it's not being like super famous being the greatest athlete I honestly, like, I just want to be at peace. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, like, just right down the middle, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, things are good, but not great. They're good enough. Mm-hmm. And not even that, like, it has to be balanced out by the bad. Right. But, like, just to be at a point where, like... Well, then the, the mentality of, like, bad things are going to happen, and that can allow us to grow. Yeah. I think that's good, except that, you know, that's something I, I definitely had to work on myself, is accepting that... Life is uncomfortable sometimes, and yeah. that shitty things are going to happen to us, 
and it's our it's up to us if we're gonna sit there and just be like wow that sucked and that's terrible or if we're gonna be like wow that sucked and that's terrible how can i keep moving forward and i think that recognition of that you're gonna reach lows but if you pay attention if you you know if you learn if you're gonna reach lows but if you can learn from it and learn how to get it out of the hole that you're in you're gonna come out better and stronger absolutely I, i mean like you just like there's a meme that's about it's a fucking it's an acid meme uh-huh. and it's like someone's like says something says something about like the dosage or whatever and it's like yeah it's like it's like well, 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 what do I do it's like like take it easy but take it oh I, I know, yeah, I, know have, talking, I have that meme take it easy but take it. that's like mm-hmm. that's a life motto like don't stress like it's the end of the world like You've looked back on everything else where it thought you were low, and you came back like that wasn't the end. Yeah, just you take kept, it easy. Yeah. Just take it easy. Sometimes you gotta roll with the punches. Sometimes you gotta roll with the punches. You gotta get hit in the nose. Mm-hmm. But a broken nose is gonna heal. Yeah. And you're gonna come out of the ring, take a break, and at some point you're gonna be in another ring. Yep. And at another point you're gonna realize you've been in a big ring the entire time. <laughs> the entire time. So yeah, it's take it easy, but take it. <laughs> but take it. And that's and that's tough sometimes because it, the things the things, the, the things we're gonna have to take are gonna be like fucking up your leg. It's like, gonna be I, like it's all <laughs> as bad as it sounds, but like they're all gonna get worse. But each one before that is getting you ready for the next one. Mm-hmm. Like if I can't handle fucking up my legs in your year, like could I handle being a father? Or could I handle, like, losing my mom or something like that? Yeah, right. Like, those are things that, like, we're going to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to do? You're going to take it. you take it easy. Just, just take it easy. But you're going to take gotta, it. You don't have to, like, be happy with it, but sometimes you just got to accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, life goes on. Yeah. Like, there have been points where, like, you fucking spill something on your pants in middle school and you're like, this is the end of my life. Like, no one will ever like me again. And the next day you come in and everyone's forgotten. Or yeah. they make jokes for a week and it's the worst week of your life and you're fucking done with everything. And then they forget. Yeah. Like, life, like I said, it's constant entropy. Or, or you get a crush on a chubby girl for like <laughs> a couple months and no one forgets about it ever. Oh, God. Oh, man. But, but then it, but then it's funny. And then it gets, yeah. And then it hurts for a couple of years because you're going through puberty and you're insecure about your body. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck off, man. Like, listen, I just, like, she was just nice to me. <laughs> she was just nice, bro. It's a shift in mentality, man. Yeah. And then you look back and you're like, ah, oh, that's pretty funny. I can't believe I did that. I'm a fucking. <laughs> yeah, right. What a dumbass. I, I think it's important to be Bullet able to, to, to look back at yourself and be aware of the moments where you were like an idiot. Where you're yeah. like, yeah, I was being stupid. Sometimes you're just being a fucking idiot. Yeah, and you're just gonna have to just accept that and just like, keep moving on. Like you'll you you've been wrong before like, and no you'll point be wrong deni- again. No point in denying it. Don't try and be like, well, actually, just be like, nah, you were fucking stupid. I like, was just being dumb. <laughs> like you you were just a dumbass for a couple of days. Like. It's fine. We all do it. We all do it. Not a big deal, but just don't do it again. Exactly. Learn from it. <laughs> learn, from, learn from it. Yeah. Exactly. But I, I think that we're. Uh, it's very late when we're recording this, so 
I think we're just about out of time. Liam, thank you like so much for coming on, man. It means welcome. a lot to me. You are my oldest friend. I've known you for pretty much as long as I've been in America. Yeah. That's shit's crazy. That's so long. Um, I couldn't remember your name when I first met you. So my parents would ask, "What's the new boy's name?" I'd be like, uh, "Indian." <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember that? Remember that time we broke ra- racism? Yeah. We uh we both got the spiky hair. Yeah, we both slicked our hair up with like gel. And Did we up. really not think that like they wouldn't notice our skin color difference? I don't. Because I feel like we would have thought about that, and like it would have been like, a, oh, ha, ha, obviously they'll be able to. Figure. I know, but that's us now. Like, yeah. I mean, we were in preschool. Yeah, we might not have. We might have just been like, bro, dude. Yeah, we slicked, right we, slicked, we slicked our hair up, and we we're like, we're this. We look exactly the same now. <laughs> And just for, I guess, reference, I'm Asian, and he is white. <laughs> Not very, very similar at all. No. Um, and I was a pale white back then with blonde hair. Yo, and you, you have had black hair your entire life. Black hair your entire life, dark skin the entire life. Could not fool our parents, bro. Not at all. Um, but, again, thank you so much for coming yeah. on, man. I, I love being able to catch up with you. Um, yeah. And, yeah, man, just any, any parting words, any last thoughts? Just keep the train rolling. Just keep the train rolling. Like that. Well, thank you guys for taking time out of your day to sit and listen to this. I hope you gained something from it or at the very least enjoyed it. And if you hated it, I hope that you at least didn't feel like you completely wasted your time. Um, I love every single one of you. Um, It's so great that you've been listening to this stuff. This is crazy. I didn't think anyone was going to listen to it. Um... But once again, shout out Leah um, for doing the art for this episode. Um, It looks fantastic. Like I said, I'll make sure to shout her out um, so you guys can go check out her things and support her endeavors. Um, But anyway, I hope that your December is chilly and seasonal and you guys have a great time on break. Finally, well, not everyone's done with colleges yet, college and exams yet, but I hope that your exams and stuff go as well as they can go and that once you're done you can sit back and relax and i don't know watch some tv Uh, i've been watching the mandalorian recently crazy stuff going on there but anyway good night and sleep tight that's all i got